Hello, amigo, amigaso, Content Jefe. I'm so excited you're here with us today. Welcome to the Content Jefe podcast brought to you by the Bad Sound School. I'm Veronica. And I'm Studio Steve. We teach people how to make content and how to implement content marketing systems to help them grow online. We're content creators too, and we've been doing this for five years. This podcast is for you. If you're an online business owner or content creator trying to figure out content marketing and how to make money online, in each episode, we bring you inside the content marketing world to help you make better content and more money. In this episode, we're going to be talking about charisma and how being more charismatic can help you increase your likability and build trust, increasing your income and increasing your influence. Yes, and why charisma is important on camera, in Zoom meetings, with your employees, at the workplace, mm -hmm. just kind of like, like really- Like pretty much in every interaction every you have interaction with other humans. With other humans, but especially mm -hmm. the humans who may not know you very well. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure charisma is like crazy important in the closest relationships we have. Mm -hmm. It might be when you're first dating. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> but once but you get you to- But then you show your true colors. Then you show your true colors, but <laughs> this can be some really valuable stuff. Um, where are you going to take us? So this episode was inspired because I was listening to another podcast and this expert in charisma was interviewed. Her name is Vanessa Van Edwards, and she's one of the researchers of uh, science there at Science of People and the best-selling author of three books that talk about human behavior and charisma. And the things that she was saying was... Uh, were fascinating. Yeah. And I had to go and do more research on her. I ended up buying her book. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I thought that that's such an important thing. It's called the id factor. And it may be what you're missing to just get you where you want to be. Yeah. Maybe generate more leads, make more sales, mm -hmm. um, you know, gain more influence. Uh, connecting more with your audience. Connecting more with your audience. Also, having your social media channels or your YouTube channel or your podcast, all of that, mm -hmm. you could grow maybe by some of these little things that you might not realize are actually signaling that you are not approachable, that you're not charismatic. That you're not so. charismatic. So I'm the captain of this ship and mm -hmm. I'm going to be leading this episode. And I'm This excited. is one of Veronica's episodes. I'm pretty excited too. <laughs> I, I learned about this charisma my, stuff my too. And I'm not supposed to, I need to like let you talk more and I need to, <laughs> but I also have to go, mm-hmm, <laughs> and like raise my eyebrows and stuff. So I might be making like some very strange, giving you some mixed <clears throat> signals in this. Um, so, oh, before we get started, I would love it if you would leave a comment wherever you're listening or watching to this podcast about which one of us you think <laughs> is more charismatic. Yeah. Whether this is the first time you're popping into one of our episodes, that's even better. Or if you've been uh, consuming our content for a while, which one of us do you think is more charismatic? Because <laughs> later in the episode, we actually take Vanessa Vanessa's quiz and yes. we'll leave the link for her quiz so you could take it too. So this episode... Well, um, I, I didn't finish my thought there. Oh, but, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. Because, you know, you're focusing, you're trying to lead the episode and I'm taking over, but... Stick around throughout the episode because we take a quiz. I mean, that's mm -hmm. like, let's give them a reason what the episode's about and why they should stick around. And I'm sorry, I'm taking okay. the lead. So I organized this episode in four main parts. 
The first one is uh, we're going to talk about the importance of charisma. Uh, the second part, we're going to talk about what makes a person charismatic. And the third one is how do you, uh, we develop charisma? Charisma is something that is learnable. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not something that some people are born with or uh, it's in the DNA. No, we can all learn or do little things to be more charismatic. And like Stephen mentioned at the end of this episode, where we took a quiz she has a quiz. We're going to be sharing all those links in the show notes or in the description of this episode. Uh, so you can go and take that uh, charisma quiz to see if you're charismatic. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a very interesting experience. Really interesting experience. And then um, especially if you have, you know, your husband or your wife or a best friend, uh, you can take it for the other one as well. Mm -hmm. Um so and then see how those two and see compare. how those yeah and that's what we're gonna do to see how how charismatic do I think I am versus how charismatic does Veronica think I am <laughs> uh, based off of the questions in this quiz mm -hmm. we'll we'll share some of the questions with you too it's pretty entertaining yeah mm -hmm. so the first point the importance of charisma and what we do if uh, we are online business owners if we are creating content and posting content online and it's it's crucial to have charisma. Um, because we're we're always on video, we have webinars, we have live events, we have things that we interact with our prospects. Uh, we may be in the same room with them and see some cues or how they react to certain things that we say. Or it may be just you recording your webinar alone. So charisma is how people perceive us. Uh, we may think that we're charismatic. I, I think that I'm charismatic, but you may ask my neighbor from across the street and he may think otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we're talking about neighbors, that's something, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, are is it neighbors that are that are judging our charisma or the, the people at the grocery store? Or is it, you know, work colleagues and... So yeah, so yeah, as people, mm -hmm. how people perceive us. So because, are we likable? Are yeah. we trustworthy? Are trustworthy we competent? And likable and competent. Now, mm -hmm. if you look at that, those are two of the big concerns in sales, mm -hmm. right? Because every human, when before they're about to buy something, they think they ask those two questions: like, do I trust this person, and are they competent enough to deliver on what they're promising me? Yeah, right. So yeah, you can be like really good at what you do. You can be a brilliant. And you uh, can be certain that you can deliver the results. But if you don't connect with your prospect, if you don't connect with your audience, then you may be missing out on some opportunities because people feel like they're not being heard, that they can't trust you. They really. can't trust you. They don't want to work with mm -hmm. you. They don't really like you. Yeah. I'm sure you, mm -hmm. you, uh, uh, you've had that experience where like, you know, there's something about like, I really want to like this person, but there, there's something that is just doesn't click. Yeah. And it could be their lack of some of these, using some of these cues mm -hmm. um, or the fact that they're, you know, not very charismatic. Not very charismatic. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into so, it. So I already said that, like, even if you're good at, at what you do, you may be sending people make signals. Um, maybe that, that you're not warm enough or mm -hmm. that uh, you are not competent enough, maybe because you're shy. Uh, so all of these things we need to be paying attention to and improve. And this, the second point is that one makes a person charismatic. And uh, do you have your phone there? I do. Okay. So I am going to ask you, 
I'm gonna say some names, and you can mm -hmm. tell me if if this if these you know, people are charismatic and or not. You put out a tweet about this as well. Yeah, but too, don't look right? at the tweet just yet. Don't I just want to see okay. what you think. Okay. So between like one to ten, how charismatic they are. Okay. Elon Musk. Um, three. Minus. <laughs> Minus fourteen. <laughs> Is he even human? <laughs> I think he's kind of charismatic in some ways. Really? Yeah. He's approachable. And his, uh, his, I think that his awkwardness in a weird way kind of makes him a little more charismatic, a little more relatable to me, mm -hmm. but still very low on the charisma. Yeah. I would I, say it three seems or four. He, he looks very competent. Mm -hmm. Of course, yes, he's a genius. competent, obviously. But, but not very warm with people. Not very warm. Um, I don't know if I trust him. Mm -hmm. you know? I just don't. Yeah, mm -hmm. no. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 10 out of 10 probably. I know right very and charismatic I mean it's got to be a smile mm -hmm. maybe the smile mixed with the muscles mm -hmm. but um I think he's probably like a poster child for charisma yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and also like the way that he acknowledges other people and he's just so present the way that he listens the, the, way, the way that, that he, he listens. shares the spotlight mm -hmm. yeah I think sharing the spotlight is a big he's one instead of trying to, to his steal face. the spotlight like he's enough of a uh, his confidence is enough just to have the spotlight. He doesn't mm -hmm. now that he has it, he can share it with other people, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he very does high. Very high. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama. Also very high as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really relatable. He looks like you could trust him. Listen yeah. to him. A very sharp, but also very kind. Sharp. Yes. So a nice blend of. Mm -hmm. That competency. Mm -hmm. So you can, I mean, you can trust him and he's very Yeah, all of his speeches, he's very confident. He's showing his hands. But he also shows emotion. He shows emotion. You a know, lot of smile. Like a lot he of has smile a full smile. A lot of facial expressions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oprah? Very charismatic. Another one of the star players of charisma, probably. Mm -hmm. In fact, her charisma might even be like, it is probably responsible for her success. Mm -hmm. And um, because a lot of her success... Uh, and. You know, I'm not as much of an Oprah fan as you are, or as a lot of people are, but mm -hmm. I, I love Oprah. Mm -hmm. And I, from what I see, I think that she's um, like really good at interviewing people. Yeah. I, I feel like she, you feel safe in her presence. You do. And you trust her recommendations. Mm -hmm. You trust her. Mm -hmm. Why do you trust her any more than anybody else, right? Yeah, it's got to be because of something. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be because of something. And I think it's her charisma. Oh, let's look at Twitter. Okay. Because uh, I ran a poll on Twitter to see what uh, the people on Twitter thought about uh, these people being charismatic or not. So Elon Musk got 0%. <laughs> but people on Twitter are kind of not very happy with Elon, a lot of them. Dwayne Johnson, 44% mm -hmm. of the votes. Barack Obama, 56%. So he's the winner. So he's the winner. And Donald Trump was 0%. Yeah, that, that totally mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So, what are the two most important traits that charismatic people have? Like, we were talking about doing the Rock Johnson and Barack Obama. Like, what are those traits? And by the way, you don't have to be an attractive person or an extrovert to be charismatic. In fact, um, Vanessa was saying that some of the people who are super extroverts and are the loud talkers and want all the attention, they sometimes they lack charisma and people walk away feeling like they don't really like that person mm -hmm. or that they don't trust that person. Yeah. So if you're shy, if you're awkward, it's not that you don't have hope. <laughs> like look at us <laughs> you can still have be be charismatic and i have plenty 
of examples of people in my life, my law school professors, uh, those who were very shy, very awkward, but very charismatic. Yes. And the two identifiable traits of a highly char charismatic person is high warmth and high competency. Yes. What Vanessa's theory is uh -huh. behind every all of her work, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really a, 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 a gauging somebody's competency with somebody's uh, warmth. Warmth, yeah. Warmth so is cool. So like a warm hug, right? Yeah. So high warmth signals that people can trust you and like you too. Yeah. So there's this, this um, like we were saying about Oprah, you feel safe in their presence. You have that, that you you feel like that person have your best interest in, at heart. I feel like one way now that you've mentioned this, that you could gauge somebody's charisma is how much you want to hug them. Yes. Because like, I would love to hug Dwayne the Rock. Mm -hmm. And I would also love to give Oprah a hug. Yeah. Like more than anyone. Like, yeah. I'd and really, Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman. God. If I could so we have we, we're gonna squeeze. go we're gonna go see Hugh Jackman one yes. one day. I've been trying. He's been on Broadway. I think he's still on Broadway. And currently. I'm gonna wear a shirt that says Hugh Do Me. Do me Hugh. D oh, do me Hugh. <laughs> and I'm gonna wear a shirt that says Do Me Too. <laughs> we think that's funny. Our kids don't. What do you think? If you think it's a good idea, we're we're, we're actually you know. I've been waiting for some things we can we can coin and put on T-shirts and sell on our channel. The so do me Hugh. I think do me Hugh and do me too as a couple pairing shirt. <laughs> if you think that's a good idea, let me know in the comments. I'll give you a 10% um, affiliation <laughs> if, if you leave a comment. You can also say like, stop. Okay. Yeah, stop. You too, stop. That's not that's, funny. It's not funny. That's um, like a dad joke and a mom joke yeah, and get off dad, your mom yes. talk and mm -hmm. whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, like, please go back to the episode. Yes. The other part, the other trait of being charismatic is high competency, and that is associated with capability, power, and effectiveness. Interesting. People use warmth and competence to decide whether or not they will sign up for your program, whether or not they, whether or not they'll they'll like you and mm -hmm. they they want to get into a project with you. Whether, whether or not they'll subscribe to your channel. Whether or not, they, yeah, they'll subscribe to your channel. Or keep coming back for your content. Or keep watching your videos. Yeah. Or after, like, clicking on your video and you don't have that charisma, you don't connect with them, they'll, they'll move on to uh, to a different video, to a different channel, to a different person. Yeah. To teach them the same. So that's why it's important. Charisma is super important. Yeah, I think so, um, too. And I, I, my own feelings that I have on this, too, is just that it's a... It's important to be aware of where you are. Mm -hmm. And something that's been so valuable about this so far for me has just been that, like that self-reflection. Being aware, being yeah. Being aware and us having those conversations mm -hmm. and being like, oh shit, um, wow, I might not, I thought I was charismatic and as it turns out, I might not be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, Vanessa mentions that it's important to, ha to have a balance between uh, being uh, high, highly warm and also uh, highly competent. Because when you are highly warm, then people may perceive that you are not competent, that you may not deliver the results. That if you're you, all warm, that you are, yeah, that you like tend to be more warm. You're mushy, yeah, and than, too emotional. Yeah, too emotional, not assertive. Uh, you don't give them the confidence that you can deliver on the results. They um, still want to give you a really big hug. 
Mm-hmm. But they, they're going to come to you when they need a hug, but they're not going to come to you. But they're when... going to go to somebody else for the incompetency and because you come across uh, insecure and then you can't deliver on their results. Interesting. So competency mm-hmm. is, is mixed in there with confidence mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also if you are leaning towards the being more high uh, competent and not enough warmth, then people may perceive that they they can trust you. You're very smart, mm-hmm. but you don't have their best interest at heart. Yeah, and I think the example I heard Vanessa give in that podcast interview you're talking about is uh, Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. right? And so also this isn't to say that if you're completely competent and you lack all warmth that you can't be you know, one of the most successful people in history, mm-hmm. uh, by at least in terms of the impact an invention would have, right? Steve and Jobs. And technology. And yeah. technology. So, mm-hmm. but people famously think of him as somebody who's very cold. Very cold, Very yeah. hard to work with, mm-hmm. you know, so. Not very warm. Not very warm. Mm-hmm. And if he was, if his business was built off of, say, trying to build a personal brand or become an influencer or, you know, attract clients or provide services for clients, then that would have really been a... Uh, handicap for him in that situation. Another trait that is uh, important to have if you want to increase your charisma is to embrace your imperfections. Hmm. Uh, this is something that people struggle a lot with. Uh, what we see on social media is highly curated. And so when you say embrace it, your imperfections, do you mean also share them? Embrace your imperfections them. and yeah, share them. And talk about share them. A them. Bit. She was talking about an experiment that they did with two models, and they were they had a protein drink or something, and then uh, they were they were they had an audience. Yes. And one of the models is spilled the protein drink, and then <laughs> they asked the people like who they who you like the most, and they liked the the model who spilled the protein drink by accident. Uh-huh. So as Showing your imperfections, it shows that you're human, that you don't have it um, all like put together, that you make mistakes. Yeah. That um, and I think and that way you show warmth is because like, listen, I'm I'm human and I'm trying to figure things out. But I think you have to be careful because sometimes uh, that can affect your competency. Yeah, if it's affecting your competency, competency yourself. But you know, this makes me think of a lot of. Other material I've seen on the topic, mm-hmm. there's a YouTube channel. I cannot remember the name, but they compare, they use celebrities to look at human behavior and charisma as part mm-hmm. of it. And they show interviews of celebrities and stuff. And uh, the celebrities who come off very charismatic are the ones who like don't necessarily take credit. It's not like they, so if the person interviewing them will compliment them or say something about them and they just kind of like give credit to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody insults them, they don't, um, take it personally and get defensive. Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing too. And so it's about, and I think that goes into like owning what, owning your awkwardness and just kind of like, and I also, it also makes me think of something that comedians openly talk about on stage. And it's like, if you want, if you want an audience to warm up to you, mm-hmm. then make fun of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, it's kind of a way of like not taking yourself too seriously and like, just being okay with what makes you awkward and unique mm-hmm. instead of trying to hide it. And I also really think that that's something that in today's marketplace and in social media and, and with TikTok especially, but also with YouTube and everywhere now, I think that people are really craving that transparency. Mm-hmm. They want to feel like they know you. Mm-hmm. And part of trusting someone, because we're always asking that, is like, are they being real with me? 
or like what what persona is this? Are they acting like you know what are they what are they trying to get out of me? Like mm-hmm. what do they want from me? Like what are they trying to? Yeah, what's their agenda? What's their agenda? Yeah, right? yeah. And that takes me to the last trait of a charismatic person, mm-hmm. and that uh, always, always they have interesting questions to ask to people. They go into a social situation. Maybe you meet with one of your prospects Mm. or with your students, and you always go in with this mindset that how can I ask questions that will have that person tell me exactly what they need, what their story uh, is. And I struggle with this because I'm just going to go in and show this person that I can, you know, deliver on their results and how smart I am and that I have everything figured out for them. And I have to work on that myself Mm -hmm. instead of showing off because that's all there is. Like maybe I feel insecure. Maybe Uh it's, uh, you know, my ego comes in place and I have to change that and just to think about questions that I can ask so that person opens up to me. Yeah, I love that. And I think that that also goes into works really well with everything you hear when you read about sales. Mm-hmm. A great book by Jeb Blount, uh, Sales EQ, he talks about that a lot, is about how asking questions, right? Another mm-hmm. person who talks about that is Robert Green. We've talked about him before on our mm-hmm. podcast. And he's just all about if you want to have power, um, you should ask questions. Like mm-hmm. shut up and and find ways to make other people talk. Yeah, uh, That actually makes them leave the conversation feeling like, wow, that was such an incredible... Yeah, I was heard. I, I was, was heard. seen. I was seen. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets me. She he gets, gets me. Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure it out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcasting. It's our first coaching program where we, the Pod Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcast and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. So how do you develop charisma? How do you become a charismatic person? Uh, whether it's on video, if you're making videos like like we are, if you're posting your videos everywhere, if you are meeting people face to face, those first 10 seconds are very important. Mm-hmm. And this is what Vanessa recommends. Uh, always show your hands. That's a very important, and there's a scientific explanation uh, to it, but uh, I'm going to share the links. Yeah. Let the expert explain, but it comes 
uh, with trust. Like she says, like if you put your hands and uh, on your back, uh-huh. if you hide them, then immediately you start getting nervous. You don't trust that person. Like what? What is that person uh, doing with with her hands? Right now, right? Uh, yeah. So it, it show your hands as much as you can. And if you're making videos, keep keep a foot distance from your camera, unless you wanna um, have that sense, give that sense of intimacy. Then you're going to get more, you're going to get closer to the camera to create more a sense of intimacy. Like you know, like we're friends, and I'm just giving you good advice, and that's why. Yeah, and I think that's specifically when you're on like a Zoom call, or mm-hmm. you know, think about the angle of your camera as mm-hmm. well, um, and show your hands. And then also you were probably going to get to the inflection part, right? Oh, yeah. The inflection yeah. is important. Um, mm. It's funny because like when English is a second language, uh, your second language is the inflection. You you pick up all those bad habits from older people. So you picked up the bad inflections of insecure the bad people inflection. or people who were in, yeah. or weren't charismatic. So I had a friend in law school yeah. and she used to talk like this. Uh, yeah, and after after taking a few classes with her, I started talking like this. <laughs> and one of my professors told me, "Like, are you sure about what you're saying? Like, why they? Why do you the inflection at the end? Like, you're asking a question at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's called up talk. Up talk, yeah. And I, you probably heard people uh, talking like this. It's just the uh at the end. Yeah. Another one is fake smiles. Fake smiles are worse than no smiles, right? <laughs> I, I what? Why are you pointing at me? If you if this is if you're listening to this on audio, Veronica's pointing at me, insinuating that I am the master of fake smiles. Listen, I do utilize fake <laughs> smiles a lot, but I actually use fake smiles in a very specific and intentional way because people are very. The thing is, too, is like people are really cunning at this stuff. Like we we naturally read people. All of us do, and so there's so much communication that goes on between us and people, especially when it's not a parasocial relationship and you can actually see the other person and you mm-hmm. can cue people into whether or not you want to talk with them. <laughs> so I give people a smile that says, I'm friendly. <laughs> I, I'm friendly. I acknowledge you. I see you. I respect you, but I don't want to talk to you right now because, <laughs> you know, I just want to drop my daughter off here and I want to get back to what I'm doing. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you know, yes, as much as you can. You just and she says that she wants us to like either like just have a, a very subtle smile uh-huh. or a full smile, <laughs> but not like a halfway like, you know. It makes me think of we before we lived here in North Carolina, we lived in Utah, which I would claim, <laughs> and I think people who live in Utah would agree with me that that is the capital of fake smiles. <laughs> it's like the fake smileville. I miss it. I miss the customer service you get in the in the that part of the country because it's like, oh hi, can I <laughs> that's help your you? Mormon smile. Yeah, that's my Mormon smile right there. So right? fake smiles are very. You got to be very cautious. I think what she's really getting at here, and what I really what I like a lot about it is mm-hmm. um, gen, genuity. Is that the word? But basically, you got to be. You got to actually be interested. So yeah, genuine, you know, genuine. So when you're trying to. When you're in a, when you're trying to extract questions from people and get people to talk, like we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. you want to actually really be interested in what they have to say. Mm-hmm. You have to not only go in and prep yourself beforehand. If you're somebody who's very self-absorbed, like kind of like we all are, yeah. Before you go into that situation beforehand, that meeting or whatever it is, you you might have to remind yourself, like, like l- remember their names, mm-hmm. 
remember to use their names when I talk to them or remember to ask them questions yeah. and like, and be interested and like kind of change your perspective to get out of yourself and be less egotistical or less uh, focused on getting validation mm -hmm. out of or getting something that you want or even being heard at all during whatever meeting or whatever event you're about to go to. And instead mm -hmm. think, think in terms of like, oh, I am really interested in these people. Mm -hmm. Because if you really break it down, you really are mm -hmm. um, interested in learning. And especially from a marketing standpoint, the things that we can learn, the information that we can extract from virtually everyone, but especially those who fit into the category of our ideal customer, mm -hmm. the more we can get to know them, the, the better. More we're and yet we waste all this time when we're not being charismatic or we're not being empathetic mm -hmm. and we go into... Or open to receive. Or, yeah, or open to receive or anything because we want to get our own point across mm -hmm. or we want to just like be heard or we want to be seen as the expert or we're mm -hmm. overly competent. This is where I think I may struggle myself with that. Yeah. And it's... it's and if you're anxious, just uh, take some CVD. Yeah, CBD. Because breaths. as you're talking, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling with anxiety because I struggle with that. Yeah. So when I go into a meeting, when I go into a social situation, and it happened to me in law school, and it's still happening to me, I, I just have so much, and and I'm analyzing every second, and I'm analyzing like every um, uh, physical or, or like every face expression that the other person makes, oh, I'm getting this person bored. Oh, I'm sharing too much. Oh, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking enough. Oh, hey, Veronica, why are you still talking? Like, mm -hmm. okay, when is she going to stop talking? Like, how long do I... It's horrible. Yeah. Am I a weird person? I don't think so. And I think it's for these reasons that, you know, a lot of people... I think a little bit of CBD will help. I think stuff helps. Because you just need or, to relax into that interaction. I think that's what it's really about is relaxing, but also being curious, like mm -hmm. leaning into your curiosity. Like, what can I learn from this situation? From this person. From this person. Mm -hmm. I think that's really is the ticket is like getting getting yourself into that place. So um, that's if uh, if you are meeting the person face to face or you're making videos mm -hmm. when you are sending emails, whether you're sending emails to uh, your team members, whether you're sending emails to your prospects or to um, people that you really want to work with. Uh, she recommends to use warm words like, oh, I'm, I'm so happy to collaborate with you. Mm -hmm. um, or even the word warm. She says, yeah, she or even the, the well yeah, too. or even that words. Just start your email with something that is going to make that person feel good in that moment. Yes, in another interview I saw with exciting her, exciting to meet you. Yeah, and with another interview that I saw with her, uh, Tom, I can't remember his Tom Billy. I don't know how to spell Billy. Billy, I don't mm -hmm. know how to pronounce his last name. Tom Billy. Yeah. You know, master interviewer, mm -hmm. really cool YouTube channel. I love watching anyone being interviewed by him because he, mm -hmm. he's very great at, at interviews. He was asking, well, is there an order of operations? Like, is oh, <clears throat> he's like, is there one that's more important to do first? And she says, yes, you always lead with the warmth. Mm -hmm. So you lead with the warmth and then you uh, follow up with a competency mm -hmm. and then maybe finish with purpose. Mm -hmm. So you know, if there's a purpose behind what you want out of that email, don't mm -hmm. lead with that. If mm -hmm. there's, if you want to show your competence or share your expect expertise in an email, don't lead with that. Yeah. Instead, lead with warm things. And I've heard that, and I went back to the emails that I have sent, and I have failed miserably. Oh, 
Yeah. So I'm doing better. Take an audit. Go look, especially with your team members and people that, uh, you know, you're working with. Go look at the last emails that you sent them. And see. And see. Mm -hmm. um, And that's actually something Vanessa says as well, is it will uh, show you how other people perceive you if you Mm -hmm. just read after taking your quiz and and reading and uh, falling into a little bit of her content. And then take her, what you learn from her and go, it's pretty eye-opening. Yeah. So the key is uh, to ask, we should ask ourselves every time we get into a communication, whether it's an email or just an interaction, is like, how do we want people or how do we want somebody to think and feel after this interaction, after reading this email, after watching this video? How do we want them to feel? I think there's a little, you need to be a little cautious there with that to not say, how do I want these people to think and feel about me? Because mm-hmm. then that's that's just that about yeah. me mm-hmm. is what turns it back around on you again, mm-hmm. makes you insincere, makes you put on the fake smiles. Mm-hmm. And now you're putting on this yeah. act mm-hmm. to try to get them to feel a certain way about you. Yeah, no. That's the traps that I f- have fallen into a lot myself, you know, as a natural entertainer and somebody who I feel like I can flip on that switch of extroversion and outgoing and be the life of the party. When in actuality, it was just me, 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 mm-hmm. instead of actually getting, being legitimately curious about other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not how we want them to feel about us, yeah. it's how we want them to feel about themselves. How, and just right? how we want them them to feel uh-huh. at the end of the- At the end of the interaction. The interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready for the results? Yes. My mango? Now, the thing is, uh, the results are basically just a graph- so you basically like the graph is just how high you are on the charisma level. And mm-hmm. on one side you have warmth on the on the x axis, mm-hmm. x x axis, and then on the y axis you have competency. Competency. So yeah. based off of how warm and competent you are. So I took the quiz because what we did is that I took the quiz as me mm-hmm. as uh, as I think people perceive me. And then uh, Stephen would take the quiz as he perceives me. As I perceive Or you. as he's seen people perceive me. Yeah, as I see people perceive you. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because I think sometimes, you know, my favorite expression, rarely does the eye see itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know who said that, but, but I love that <laughs> expression. So, And as, then we did the same with Stephen. So my, um, do you want to read the questions? Or yeah, so I'll just to... read a couple of the questions. So, uh, and you can go get this. We'll leave the link. It's mm-hmm. actually scienceofpeople.survey.fm, but we'll leave the link where you're listening or watching this as well. And you can take this. It's pretty cool. And an example, of the first question is, how friendly do you consider yourself to be? And then how friendly would others consider you to be? Mm-hmm. Right? How warm are you? The ones that are interesting here is like, how well-intentioned are you? So that gets into trust too. And then how well-intentioned would other people think you are? Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm not going to read every single question. It's a really quick thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could talk a little bit more about these questions. But so what were the results? I took so it So the too. results for me is that I am a charisma zone. Yes. Uh, which is about the competency. Like I have a little bit of competency, more leaning more towards charisma. And it says that uh, highly charismatic people immediately signal trust and credibility by using a balance of warm and competent communication cues. We see them as friendly and smart, impressive and collaborative. Mm. And the strengths is that uh, highly charismatic people are both effective and approachable. They are uh, great team leaders and communicators. The struggles is that highly charismatic people 
are often sought after and in demand. I don't know why that's a struggle. Oh, they may struggle to balance all the opportunities they have. That's not a struggle. But I, yeah. I would say that it's hard for me to measure my own competency. It's, it's always been an issue for me. That's interesting. I think that might be why you scored a little higher. What's interesting about Veronica's graph is the place that the, they put a star on the graph for her was exactly where mine was for her. Mm -hmm. So I took it for Veronica and I took it for myself. And so I feel like Veronica has a pretty good understanding of how charismatic she is. And what's interesting in Veronica's case, and I think maybe a lot of people can relate to this, are these questions, which is how skillful do you consider yourself mm -hmm. to be? And then also how how talented do you consider yourself to be? And Veronica is someone who is sort of unaware of her skills and talents. Mm -hmm. And I think that people think, I think people see her skills and see her talents and think of her talents and think of her talents as a high, uh, that she's very high mm -hmm. skilled and talented. But so. And I think that's also like a women thing. I think mm. we tend to be like lean towards the more the warm uh, yeah, the more maybe. the more charisma. Like if you were to ask these questions to a man, that they are they feel more competent, and maybe right? it's thought they of feel, feel more that, that we're they supposed have more to skills. be more competent. Mm -hmm. So what goes into this is interesting because charisma is kind of this this term, right? And it, it kind of does have to do with how people see us. There's that video game, The Sims, where in order to increase the charisma of your avatar character, oh my god, I've forgotten. You have to make them stand in front of the mirror. <laughs> uh huh. So they stand in front of the mirror and they talk in front of the mirror. It's like it's kind of like how you perform, how you control your hand expressions, how you control your. They eyes, should be making how, YouTube videos. Yeah, how you listen, right? Um, but yeah, making YouTube videos and making content is a it, great way. It has helped with my charisma tremendously because you can look back, you can see, you can be like, yes, do I look like that? Uh huh. Like, and like, oh my god, I, I I wouldn't trust me to do anything. You know, mm -hmm. is what really is coming into play here is the same stuff that comes into play all over the place with everything that we do. And it's insecurity mm -hmm. and fear. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're insecure about your own level of skills, mm -hmm. which is silly. And maybe that kind of puts you higher on the charisma when in reality, you're, at, you're a lot more competent <laughs> than you think you are. And less charismatic. Now, and then for you, mm -hmm. uh, how did I score when you took it as me? So totally on the competency. I'm uh, not charismatic. You're not charismatic. You're not charismatic. Now, when you were thinking about the people that think of me, you were thinking about the neighbors and stuff. I was just thinking about like yeah, our kids, a few friends. interactions we've had with the neighbors. Uh-huh, with people. And, and but then, like, what about when you think about my interactions at an event, like an industry event? Um, Do you think I, I would be some, more charismatic? or? Um, I have a tendency to sort of shrug. I have some... Yes, you have a, you have a tendency I'm of, shy. I'm a very shy person. Yeah, very shy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's my culture that brings the... That I'm not charismatic hmm. in me because I don't have a lot of patience. Yeah. I just I I don't I don't I don't want to sugarcoat it. Like I'm very direct and I just say uh, the things that I sometimes to to my own detriment because I I may come across as a you know as cold as cold and, and as a demanding B. And there's also there's there are two different types of ways that you can be considerate. So like one of the questions was how considerate are you of other people? Mm -hmm. And when I was answering that as you, I think that you're 10 when it comes to being considerate of uh like everyone in your life of their needs. Mm -hmm. And you know what they need because you're that considerate. You know what they need more than they do mm -hmm. and you ensure and go 
above and beyond to make sure that they always have what they need. But when it comes to their emotions, maybe you're not very considerate about their emotions. Mm -hmm. I think, and that's something that's interesting when you're, maybe that comes from your upbringing or whatever else. So we're all just these emotional, <laughs> like human beings, we're all just so, these yeah, big I just emotional I, I, I think that we need to work on your charisma. Probably. Let us know. Let because us know. what's interesting, when I took the test as myself, I also scored lower than you, but I was right on the line oh, okay. for my own test. So I was right. I was good. And it considered me a charismatic person. <laughs> It just said that, you know, but I was lower than your star. I was like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> when we asked our kids, when we, you know, they immediately said, oh, yeah, well, dad's, yeah, more, dad's charismatic, more charismatic. Yeah, dad's more charismatic. Yeah. And then what other things come into charisma? What do you think? Like yeah, the what silliness coming there? Mm -hmm. Do you trust people? Like, are, are you going to warm up to somebody who's more silly and playful? Because we try to be playful and silly all the time because we are. Mm -hmm. And in our real life, if you were to have the behind the scenes camera of our house, very loud and obnoxious mm -hmm. these characters <laughs> you know these these horrible characters like you know and opera uh, and screaming and it's insane but yeah. so that's like for me i always i warm up to that that silliness and that playfulness but then at the same time i have to ask that's all warmth right because mm -hmm. if somebody's being completely silly that's great and i would love them if i need my mood to be improved or if i want to be entertained mm -hmm. but i don't want them to sell me anything and I most certainly don't want them to help me with my professional pursuits. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's I think a, there's got to be a balance. There's got to yeah. be that balance. Mm -hmm. You got to strike that own balance with yourself. And uh, so, yeah, I think yeah. this was a really fun thing. Yeah. And take the I hope quiz, you like the episode. Let us, let us know. You can find me on Instagram at Pat Sound School. Yes, and or, I, Twitter. or Twitter. We're also on TikTok. Yes, we are. And uh, this content. is a video and an audio podcast. So. If you've been watching this podcast on YouTube or Spotify, you can also subscribe on Apple and just listen in your car uh, mm -hmm. so that you don't miss an episode. We post episodes every Monday. Uh, it's a mandatory Monday listen for you. We always try to include as much research as we can. Mm -hmm. We curate content from some of the favorite content creators and uh, thinkers of our time to really, with the focus strictly on helping you Basically, either start your own business if you haven't yet, start your own thing, do something you love, and make serious money doing it. So make better content and more money. Mm -hmm. uh, that's our mission. And so yeah. uh, hopefully we've helped you to do that. If we have, do us a uh, return favor and leave us a comment wherever mm -hmm. you're consuming this podcast. Mm -hmm. Or a review. Yeah, or a review. And share it with a friend. Yeah, share it with a friend. That would probably even be better. Yeah. And um, and tell me what you think I could do to be more charismatic. <laughs> okay, well. I hope you feel happy in our presence. I hope we are bringing joy to your day. Which one of us would you like to hug more? That's yeah. the question. And then which one of us would you like to like teach you how to do something more? Mm-hmm. Right? And is there, you know... That's the question. Right? Yeah. Who do you want we'll to hug? We'll embrace any results. Yes, we'll embrace any results because mm -hmm. we're looking for personal change and growth as well. Yeah. So and we just can't let go. It's like one of those phone conversations. Yeah. We love you, you, Hefe. You say goodbye. Hefe up. <laughs>